This is Big Skinny with the Podcheck Studio in Fort Worth, Texas, and you're listening to If Not For Music. You know, one of the most powerful things in our life is music. It's one of those things that can take you back in time, make you think of certain places, certain times in your life, certain people. It is so powerful, and it's in just about every facet of our lives. So we like to celebrate music here on If Not For Music. We bring you all kinds of interviews from some of our favorite artists in times past, and we just have fun with it. So sit back, listen in, and enjoy, If Not For Music. This is Big Skinny with the Podcheck Studio in Fort Worth, Texas, and you're listening to If Not For Music. On today's episode, we're going back in time to the year 1984, the week ending March 10th for the top five in the land. We're going to start off at number five with a song that was written back in 1980, but left incomplete until 1983. As we all know, John Lennon was sadly assassinated back in 1980, had a lot of music left incomplete. His wife, Yoko Ono, took this song and finished it up for him, and it was released on their Milk and Honey album in 1984. And here we have it sitting at number five on the charts for the week ending March 10th, 1984. John Lennon, nobody told me. says a word Everybody's making love And no one really cares There's Nazis in the bathroom Just below the stairs Always something happening And nothing going on There's always something cooking And nothing in the pot They're starving back in China So finish what you got
There's John Lennon, Nobody Told Me, from the album Milk and Honey, sitting at number five on the charts back in 1984 for the week ending March 10th. This next song, sitting at number four, would eventually make its way up the charts to number one, was a song that was written by the English songwriter Rod Temperton. He had previously written Rock With You and Off The Wall for Jackson's 1979 album, Off The Wall, and here he was again producing another winner. Thriller was written because of Michael Jackson's love of film, and he wanted it to suit uh, Michael Jackson's love of theater and all things theatrical. So here it is, sitting at number four for the week ending March 10th, 1984, Thriller.
Big Skinny, you're listening to If Not For Music, and that is Michael Jackson's Thriller, sitting at number four for the week ending March 10th, 1984. This next single comes to us from an artist. This song was released back in 1983. It was the first single that she released from her debut studio album. It became a breakthrough hit for her, reaching number two on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and becoming a worldwide hit through late 1983 and early 1984, and it is considered one of her signature songs. Here's Cindy Lauper with Girls Just Want to Have Fun on If Not For Music.
There's Cindy Lopper. Girls just want to have fun. Big Skinny coming to you from the Podcheck Studio in Fort Worth, Texas. Thank you so much for listening in. We would love for you to keep uh, liking our podcast, like and subscribe to our, our podcast, and uh, get notified every time we drop a new episode. This next song, sitting at number two, comes from a German band. And it was a song back in the day, back in 1984. I remember when this song came out. It was kind of weird. We were all wondering what this song was about. But according to a story here, uh, Nina's guitarist, Carlo Cargis, back in 1982, was attending a Rolling Stones concert where he noticed that balloons were being released. As they watched them move towards the horizon, he noticed them shifting and changing shapes where they looked like a strange spacecraft. He thought about what might happen if they floated over the Berlin Wall to the Soviet sector. Also cited by the band was a newspaper article from the Las Vegas Review-Journal about five local high school students in 1973 who played a prank to simulate a UFO by launching 100, 100 balloons. One of them was lost, and it was 99 balloons, and they were filled with alamized mylar, and they were attached with ribbons to a traffic flare. The red flame from the flare reflected by the balloons gave the appearance of a large pulsating red object floating over the Red Rock Canyon outside the Las Vegas Valley in Nevada. And that's the story of 99 Luff Balloons by Nina.
Krieger, Kriegsminister gibt's nicht mehr. Und auf keine Düsenflieger, heute zieh ich meine Runden, seh die Welt in Trümmern liegen, hab einen Luftballon gefunden, denk an dich und lass ihn fliegen. There's Nina. 99 Luff Balloons. Lost some Sleegum to you. This is Big Skinny with the Podshack Studio in Fort Worth, Texas. Hope you're having a great day. We are taking you back to the weekending March 10th, 1984. And the song sitting at the top for that week was from a band that was very well known. This would happen to be their biggest song of all time. It was actually ranked number 177 on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs of All Time. But this song, the story goes, the synth line was written for this song back in 1981 by Van Halen. But it was rejected by the other members of the band. But in 1983, Ted Templeman, producer, asked Roth to listen to the unused song idea. While he was riding around in the back of his 1951 Mercury with his band roadie, Larry Hostler, driving, Roth listened repeatedly to the tune to come up with a lyric for it. He remembered seeing a TV news report the night before about a suicidal jumper. Roth thought that one of the onlookers at such an event would inevitably yell, go ahead and jump. Roth bounced his suggestion off a of hostler who agreed it was a good idea. However, instead of describing a potential suicide, the lyrics were written as an ontological invitation to action, life, and love. Roth later told Musician Magazine that Hostler was probably the most responsible for how this song came out. I would definitely say so. Here's Jump from Van Halen. Big Skinny here from the Podshake Studio in Fort Worth, Texas. Until next time, we'll see you. Take care. Yeah.